Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Monday. Jackie and I are so excited to be back in studio. Spring has sprung. Spring sprung. While we were gone, we are so spring and so pliny today. That's always how it happens. You and take one foot out of New York. All of spring a sudden. Spring sprung itself all over the place. Spring. But we're very coordinated today. I love your cardigan. Like Thank I, you. I might steal it. Yeah, no, it's... um. Just something I bought, you know, shopping like I do. Like, just the no, lady that I am. Literally so cute. No, it was like, one, I'm a very specific type of shopper. Like, I shop online. I buy things in multiple sizes. I come. Usually I hate it sometimes. This was something I've never done before. Like, walked into Bloomingdale's, picked it up, and bought it. I didn't even try it on. If you're going to shop in person, that's really the way to go. And so that's how I shop now. Like, I just buy, I don't try on, and I buy things that I know are going to fit, like nothing too complex. Yeah. Because those fitting room situations are just tragic, and they're hurtful. No, that's the thing. It's like, I have to protect myself. <laughs> and I think the best way of doing that is never setting foot in a, like a department store fitting room, fitting room ever again. Like, I will go home, try it on in the comfort of my own home, with the, my peaceful home and my good lighting, and then I will return tomorrow to return the items if that's necessary. Right, but it has to be really bad for me to return it. Like, even if yeah, it yeah, looks yeah. a little weird on me, I'm like, I'll wear it. No, because honestly, so much of the clothing that I buy is for the show. And, like, I can wear certain things sitting like this that I couldn't wear out and about, like, out to dinner. A hundred Like, this outfit today does not look good standing up. Same. But I think we'll look good sitting down because, like, it's the midsection area that gets hidden on this show, which is, like, so fabulous for us. Right, so this is... But then we take the post-show pic. I know. We, I need to address something. I know. Because... La the last show that we did, I wore that big pink leather jacket. You probably don't remember it. Let me look at the photo. The okay, photo is a talking. disgrace. And someone sent me a screenshot of myself in the YouTube stream. And I thought that they photoshopped it to make my shoulders look really big oh, to right, make it like mean. funny. And then I looked at the YouTube stream and that's actually what I looked like. I look like a clown. Oh, yeah. This, and I just want to say. But the thing is. is that, that was bad. And I'm sorry. No, and it's fine. You know, I actually got many compliments that day about my outfit. People were really saying red is my color. But about your outfit. Okay, would I ever wear this? No. And does it look good? No. It doesn't look bad. But I have so much respect for that, the chance you take. And I'm never going to make fun of someone's outfit when they're just trying to take a chance, you know? Thank you. If you just want to have a good laugh, go to the YouTube no. stream that day. Claude, I thought that they made my shoulders really wide to be like that. Linebacker um, vibe. No, it wasn't even that. It's like uh, when Kanye wore that um, Oh, yeah. And thing. like when Tom Brady at the games, they wear those like huge puffer coats. That's literally what it was. So you just want to apologize. And I... I tried to correct myself today. As long as you're always trying to do better, like, there's no problem with that. <laughs> no, truly, truly. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed the podcast episodes last week. I really enjoyed taking um, some time away from the studio, even though we had literally just gotten back. But we're back now for the foreseeable future. Might need to pick up and go to Puerto Rico at some point this week, but we'll see. You just, you never know what could happen. And that's the thing with, like, you know... 
I don't want to say post-COVID, but like at, we're in the transitional period out of COVID, like mm -hmm. you truly never know when you're just going to have to like pick up and go to Puerto Rico and like hit the casino. And I'm just letting you know, I have no plans to. I was actually maybe going to go to Puerto Rico tomorrow, but I decided against it. Oh, that's hysterical. Um, we should coordinate dates because I do have something coming up and that might be a good time for you to go. Oh, okay. But also like feel free to go anywhere, anytime. Just bring your podcast mic. That's no, all we ask. No, of course. And I actually love... Um, like waking, I know you don't love waking up and like podcasting and like in your underwear, but I live for it. That is my natural state. And you, you execute the best work when you're like looking stunning, beautiful, stunning and smart. I execute my best work when like my hair is in a knot and like I haven't showered in four days. And you're like hungover. Yeah, because I just have like no fucks left to give. And yeah. it gives me like this new podcasting like outlook, if that makes That's sense. That's so interesting. I'm the complete opposite because as you know, I need delineation. So important to delineate. So important. Um, I don't know if it's a story, but they freed the Suez. It's our number one story okay. because it is like the story of the world. And Every, if you weren't talking about the Suez Canal at your Seder, like what were you talking about? Oh my God. First of all, I have two things to tell you. What You know what I learned about my in-laws? First of all, we talked about the Suez like the whole time. And like, because we talked about it on the toast, like I was kind of like like the, the smartest expert. one there. Yeah. yeah. Um, Did you then, talk, talk about the Dutch naval expedition? No. I um, talked about Countess <laughs> Luan. <laughs> But then I found out something about my in-laws that is so insane that I, the second they said it, I'm like, I have to share this on the toast. Okay. Because we're always swapping TV shows. You know, I told them to watch, um, we talk about Woody, Alan V. Farrow. Like, we were just talking about TV shows, what we suggest to them. I told them to watch College Admission Scandal. Um, and you know what show they've told me they've been loving? They're like, have you watched the new Lisa Vanderbilt show? No. Overserved? I'm like, Bruce, Ava, are you really watching that? They love it. And I'm like, do you know how low the ratings were? You were literally like a 1% of the people who watched it. They love it. Okay. I know. It was a huge problem. That is a problem. I didn't get into it because it was a holiday and I, I didn't want to, you know, yeah, start a fight. put a damper on it. I mean, but you also could give it a chance. Like, I'm, I've moved on from the Lisa Vanderpump drama. So have I, and for the I'm most part. And I'm clean slate. And so... I don't think, I don't see myself watching it. I literally haven't turned on my TV in days. I've been on such a reading kick, plus now I'm reading the book for the redheads. I just like, TV who? Have not turned my TV on once this entire weekend. Read two books on, by the same author, but like gave me such different feelings from both of them. Um, I read Hopeless, which you and I talked about. I don't by know Colleen if, Hoover, you guys. I don't know if I would recommend it. Especially no. like huge trigger warning around like child abuse and rape. I don't know if I would recommend it. It was not my favorite. I, I mean, Snitch recommended that book to me, and it was the last recommendation I took from her. Okay, I'm glad that it wasn't, because last night, I would not go to bed until I finished this book, It Ends With Us, also by Colleen Hoover. Five. Five. You know, I only give fives to, like, three books. Five, five, five. I loved it so much. Oh, my God, it was so Should good. Should I read it? Jackie? Well, you know, Colleen Hoover, like, also writes, like, erotica. Verity. So there is, like, a good amount of erotica, but it's really, like, it's not at all what you expect. Is it teenagers? No, it's grown, grown. Okay. Well, she, there's, like, flashbacks to something that happened in her teenage years. That's but fine. It was so sweet. I loved it so much. I couldn't stop thinking about it. I dreamt about it. I was thinking about it all morning when I was getting ready. I loved it. And wow. I heard that's also one of the books that got picked up to make a movie. But they say that about every book. I know. So it's hard to get your hopes up. So try not to. But that is really good to know. I finished The Other Bowling Girl. I don't think I had finished it on Friday. I think you did. Oh, maybe not. No, I think I had like 5% left. 
It was amazing, obviously. I'm so excited to watch the movie. I'm going to space them out a little bit. I loved the book so much, and, and now I'm going to continue on my tear, you know, down into the Tudor, the Tudor era. But I had to start the Redheads book because we're recording tomorrow, Detransition Baby. It's so good. I'm 50% of the way through. I'm so curious to see what happens. Like, it's... It's really interesting. That so is. it's never too late to become a redhead. I was just going to say that. That's crazy. You know? I know. We're always on the same page. Um, speaking of crazy, I had the craziest experience like this morning that I just need to share because like the, the city is getting so small. Oh, no. So Zach and I came home from vacation last week. And when we came out of the airport, we got into what we thought was our car. And then we're like, our bags are in, like we're in. We're oh starting to give, we needed to give the address. And he was like, uh, ma'am, this is an Arby's. He's like, East Hampton. We're like, oh no. Ugh. So like him and Zach like got mad at each other that he was mad at us for getting in the wrong car. Zach was mad at him for like not, not checking, not checking. But it's like, it's both our faults. Whatever. Yes. No, it's common. Our car was mistake. the one right behind it. So we get in the car and they had like weird beef as everyone was like unloading the luggage. And I'm like. This is something that happens often. It's really not a big deal. We pull out of the airport. We're driving down the street, and Zach realizes he left his laptop in the <gasps> first car. I literally, like, turn around. They were just pulling out behind us. So I ran out of the car down the street, and I, like, knocked on the window. I'm like, is there a laptop in the car? And the passenger who had gotten in after us, she was, like, a young girl. She was so sweet. She, like, found the laptop and gave it to me. And the driver starts yelling at me. He's like, I should charge you. I'm like... For what? I, I was like, don't be like that. It was a mistake on both our yeah. parts. Because I was the, really the only level-headed one in the situation. Yeah. But like, my adrenaline was pumping. Wait, like crazy story. Running down the street to get this laptop. Who I did got, you run into? The girl? No. I okay. got the laptop, and he's, like, yelling at me. He should charge me. But I don't even know you. And if, if, it had, if he had realized any later, like, we would have never seen it again. Yes. Because I don't even know what company his car was from. Right. Like, his name, like, whatever. This morning, my Uber pulls up. No. And it's him. No. It's him. Did, did he remember you? I don't think so because I looked like a beast at the airport. Wait, that's crazy. And today I was like all done. But <gasps> literally the entire time in the car, I was like trying to figure out, could it be? That's such a coincidence. But it was the same car. car. The interior was the same. The same glass. He looked exactly the same. It was fucking him. Oh my God. That's a bug out. Especially since we were just talking about like getting in the same car twice. Yeah, no. Ever since in the last like... I guess a year, the city has just become so small. Yeah. I am always getting into the same Ubers. Like, I get the same drivers. I'm like, what's good, Counts? Like, I literally, like, never get the same drivers. That's so crazy. Isn't that so crazy? Whew, chilling. Yeah, and, like, he had no idea where we lived, so... Right. It's not like... He's not stalking he, I, I don't think... I don't know if he knew... But you're so identifiable. I know, but I was like, no makeup, sweats, hair in a bun. And like today I was just like hair know, done. To you, it's like a huge difference. To the <laughs> average person, it's like, oh, she put her hair down. You know? <laughs> it's like Hannah Montana. No, literally. Like yeah. it's not that big of a, like a transition. Yeah. Okay. It's like Clark Kent. Like he puts yeah. on his glasses. Right. Exactly. Like It's like Hillary look, Duff with you, the ball. <laughs> it's Hillary Duff with the mask. Like you look the same. Yeah. No, it's literally Brandy and Cinderella. Cinderella. Yeah. Um, but, but that is a crazy story. I mean, because like we ended on such bad terms. It's not even like something funny. We could be like, were you the one? Because then you would have been like, get, get out, out and charge me. By the way, you'll know if he remembers you based on the rating he gave you. Oh, I mean, I was a model customer today, as I always am. As I was last, I wasn't in the You were drama. just being reasonable. I was, I was so, I'm nothing if not reasonable. So oh my God, that is so just crazy. Like, so crazy. That is a wild story. Gotta love New York. <laughs>
So that's where I'm at. Anything anything else you want to share about your weekend? How was yours? We had satyrs this weekend. Oh, yeah. Happy this, Passover, everyone. The satyr bops were sickening. The satyrs were lovely. We had a great satyr on Saturday night. So nice to be with the family. So nice to sing the songs of our people. No, it literally, the satyr, our satyr in particular, has so much ruach, mm-hmm. so much energy, spirit, wind. And that's what ruach actually means. Ruach translates to wind, but it really means like spirit, spirit like energy. Joie de vivre, we had so much joie de vivre at our Zest. first theater at Olivia's. And then last night I went to Ben's parents. You held a small theater without me. Yeah, no, your your absence was felt, but it was a lovely evening. And Theo's absence was felt. Magnolia and Bruno were in heaven. You know, of all the Jewish holidays, I really don't mind Passover. Aside from the whole bread thing, because that's actually always harder than I remember. The actual festivities, the seders, I love. Yeah, no, I never, like, think about Passover that much. And then when we're in it, I'm like, I love this. Yeah. And, like, Passover gets a bad rap because you have to do the Seder before the meal. So you think it's so much longer than it is. But, like, once you get older, you realize it's actually not that long. Yeah, but also, like, some people go for, like, four hours. I don't know. But we read every word in the book. No, so. but we also don't pick up afterwards. Oh, right. That's what a lot. After Shulchan Aref. Right. We miss Chagad Yah. Well, we did Chagad Yah last night. And, um, anime, uh, Miodea, which is the best fucking one. I forgot. Like that one brings me back to like my school, you know, fifth grade. You know who would crush Chagadia? Theo. Mason Ramsey, because it's like a yodel. It's a yodel. Chagadia. That's actually a really good call. You know, he also just joined TikTok. I saw he posted a video, and he went on a podcast that wasn't ours. Right. Hate to see it. It's actually like so disrespectful. I know, but you know what? Maybe he's also when, like, like getting old. Also, you know what? Um, I was gonna say maybe when things like start to go back to normal and celebs come back to New York for press, Best. that maybe he'll come on the show. But I feel like that's starting to happen now. And Addison Rae kicked it off. Yeah, but I also think people are never going to be going on like as many press tours as they once were because you can really do everything from home. Yes, for sure. But like. Addison Rae's recent press tour in New York like was so buzzy. She's so and that and that buzz that's you true. can't get from home. That's actually very very like true. her walking in Paparazzi. and out of the studio, boom boom. Like I just it made me miss those days, and I think they're on their way back. I actually think that's a good call. That was like a good kickoff. Yeah, that's Addison is everywhere. Oh my god, and she's not only is she everywhere, but she is everything, everything of the sort. And I'm such like a fan and loving watching her just like blossom. No. I agree. I'm loving watching her ascend. Yeah, when you look at old videos of her, it's like she looks like a completely different person. Like she really got like the Hollywood treatment. Remember her long blonde hair? Yes, but she still like she doesn't look. No, I'm not, saying, I, I'm not saying like plastic surgery. Yeah, yeah. She just looks like the. No, it's like when you go from being version. a contestant on The Bachelor t- to the lead of The Bachelorette. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm just so proud of her, and I don't even know her. Same. I was feeling very proud of her as well. Her performance on Kimmel was sickening. It was Fallon. Same thing. So sick. Yeah, it was. I mean, those dance moves, those pants. Like, she's just, like, gorgeous. We're foolishly Mata Addison Ray. Yeah, get well soon because you <laughs> sickened the performance down. Totally. Um, but we have a great show for you guys I today. I think we should get into everything. Real Housewives of Atlanta was on last night. There's no bachelor on tonight. Let's celebrate. I think maybe I'll go out to dinner to celebrate. You should. I know. I think maybe... Should I plan something? Like a little, like small GNO? Oh, I'm going to be reading to celebrate because I have to finish the book by tomorrow. Um, 
So, so this it means like all the redheads are out. Like for the redheads are out, invite. but the redheads are in on Tuesday. We're going to dinner after we record. If you want to join us, I know just like, kind of like my outfit. So I'm like, I need to repurpose it. Wear it again tomorrow. It's not like you're really going to sit in this all day. You're Maybe I get should right back to bed. Right back. <laughs> I actually leave my pajamas folded at the end of my bed so I can get back in them after the toast. I like I've really gotten to like the, into the most unhealthy um, routine this past year, and I don't know. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this. Like. I don't know how I'm going to get out of it. Like, I can't believe I used to work, like, full days. Like, we used to be running around town, gallivanting, meetings, 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 lunch, meetings, meetings, meetings. Now it's literally, like, bed, couple meetings on my phone that take, like, so little effort. (laughs) And I just don't know how to unlearn that. Yeah. I think you've got to start slow. So maybe do something today. You know, I really need to, like, start doing stuff. Come to dinner with us tomorrow night. Okay. But it's, like, after a certain point. Oh, my God, I forgot to tell you. So me and Ben are laying in bed last night and we're like, it is so bright in here. And I'm like, it's a full moon. So like, I think that the moon must be like close to our window. Like I'm literally making stuff up because I don't even know why it's so bright. And we open our curtains, which we never do in our bedroom. Like our curtains like permanently stay closed because we're always asleep. And (laughs) there is like this new skyscraper right next to my building that has a light. You know how a couple buildings have like colorful lights that change? Yeah, like the Empire State. Yeah. It's literally right next to our... All night, green to blue to red to orange. Ben was letting it bother him so much. Like, it didn't bother me that much, but like certain, like when it turned green, it was so bright. When it turned red, it was kind of like nice and moody. I felt like one yeah. of those TikTokers yeah, with the LED red lights. light. But it's so, it's like the most bizarre thing ever. I swear the building was not there. That's crazy. You're going to have to get blackout A chains. week ago. I know. Wow. Crazy, right? Skyscrapers. Skyscrapers. Um, okay, now. Now I think we can get into the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And would it be an episode of The Morning Toast if it wasn't brought to you by Bruch? The simple answer is no. Bruch is the most fabulous electric toothbrush on the market that Jack and I have both been using for months. We have proven results. It feels good. It's fun. It's a gorgeous toothbrush and it's super affordable compared to other electric toothbrushes on the market. It comes with six six unique modes to customize the brushing experience. The battery life lasts four weeks. It comes with a magnetic charging stand and a compact travel case. But since the Battery can last up to four weeks. If you travel, you more often than not do not need to bring the charger, which is just like a fabulous thing. Um, They also offer a subscription program so you can never forget to change your brush head again. Bruce will ship you new replacement heads every six months so you're never stuck using a worn down brush head. Bruce is, first of all, so fabulous in its design. It's very sleek. It's very elegant. You feel cool having it up on your counter. The replacement heads keep you on track so you don't use dirty, moldy heads because that's how you get bad breath. And it's so much better for the environment. The sleek design has a modern, aesthetically pleasing design that comes in trend-driven seasonal colors, and it looks great on your bathroom counter. If you want to get 15% off your Bruch toothbrush kit and refill plan, use the promo code TOAST at Bruch.com. That's 15% off using code TOAST at B-R-U-U-S-H.com, Bruch.com, promo code TOAST. Just don't be the last toaster on earth without a Bruch. Just trust us. Get a Bruch. Okay, first story, the big story of the day, of the week. She's free. Traffic in the Suez Canal resumes after the stranded ship has refloated. And the De La Seps family rejoices. Yes, this is a great day for the De La Sepses everywhere. Shipping traffic through Egypt's Suez Canal resumed on Monday after a giant container ship which had been blocking the busy waterway for almost a week was refloated, the canal authority said. The 400-meter-long Ever Given became jagged 
jammed diagonally across the southern section of the canal in high winds early last Tuesday, halting traffic on the shortest shipping route between Europe and Asia. So it's been about six days of halted Suez Canal, and now she's free, and now they're working to get all the ships. There was like hundreds of ships waiting in line, 369 vessels. Oh my God. Yeah, and they no, and have- the, like The sad part was like all the animals on board. Like they didn't bring enough food for the animals. But I did read that like Egypt and the other countries were sending supplies and vets, but it's still like a, a goat is not meant to be on a boat for that long, you know? Yeah, yeah, no. Goat boat. Goat boat. No, no, no. So I'm glad that this has, Resolved. this was like getting really stressful. No, I know. And it was like this thing we all kind of, you know. It's like everyone knows the Suez Canal because it's like something that you learn, have in, to middle, learn. in middle school that just like sticks with you. And so I feel like everyone's like social studies course was like coming back up. Yeah, no, I've never really felt like anything I learned in social studies was valuable up until now. Yeah. Because I know that the Suez Canal is a major trading route. Major. Major trading route. So, and I'm happy for the routes, and I'm happy for the boats, and I'm happy for the canals. Yeah, I'm really happy that this has, has worked itself out. Me too. But um, it was kind of fun to like all be talking about the same thing for one moment, you know? Yeah, and like for like until it was unstuck, I was like, is it ever going to be unstuck? What are they going to do? No, and honestly, people on TikTok were coming up with their own ideas for how to resolve the problem. And I'm not going to lie, like, people had some bomb-ass ideas. Like, what? like, one of the best ones I saw was, like, because it was stuck diagonally. So you chain the front of the boat and you chain the back of the boat on land to, like, huge semi-trucks. And the trucks both drive in different directions, thus taking the diagonal boat from this to this. Do you know what I mean? Yes, that sounds like it would work, but could the trucks pull the weight of that That's boat? That's the thing. I don't know what you would use on the land to... But also... a. You don't have to pull the full weight because it's in the water. So, like, it would be less. But still, I yes. thought that was a good idea. That's very interesting. I don't know that much about, like, the issue itself and how it can definitely be avoided in the future. But I just feel like the ships are too damn big. Yeah, no, when I saw a picture of the boat, like, with all those crates. And if you think of those crates are the size of people's homes. Like, you know those shipping crates, like yeah. the cargo crates. And they are piled the fuck up on this boat. I'm like... For scale, I couldn't even picture it's how big it was. longer than the Empire State Building. Right, because those cr- cargo that's crates... insane. Those cargo crates are huge. Like, that's the size of a regular boat. Like, it was just... Like, to see them all stacked up, like, really shook me. Yeah. And I just... I don't know much about shipping, and this might be a controversial thought. I just don't think we need boats that big. But, like, maybe we do because there's just so much cargo that needs to be around. Like, sent. Carded, yeah. Carded, yeah. Carried. Yeah. So, I just... I think this is a lesson for the cargo industry. I think this they're definitely snatch or learn your lesson. Yeah. And I hope that they, they learn something from this. I don't know what the lesson is, but there is one. There is. And that's the thing with any situation, any, any challenge in life. There's always a lesson to be learned. And I'm not sure what the one is here, but I'm sure we'll find out soon. Yeah. No, and it's not a mistake if you learn something from it. Wow, that's actually beautiful. Even though this seems like a really big mistake. Huge. <laughs> like six Huge. days, 369 ships. Huge. I read a statistic that every hour that shipping was halted is a loss of $400 million. And so for who? It, it was for like the for, shipping. For Jeff Bezos? Yeah, every hour that Suez is blocked costs the global economy an estimated $400 million. Oh, that includes us. Oh, no. I'm not losing $400 million. Unacceptable. Not Fix today. the problem. <laughs> Fix the problem now. And now it's fixed. Well, happy for everyone in the Suez. Hope this doesn't happen again. Hope's natural learned her lesson. So important. 
Are you ready for our next story? Some really happy news about one of our favorite guys. Who? Jason Derulo is expecting his first child with his girlfriend, Jenna, Jenna. Frooms. I saw on TikTok. She's like so stunning. Um, I love this. I'm so happy for them. On Sunday, she announced that they are expecting their first child together. Couldn't be more excited for this new chapter in our life, he wrote on Instagram. So fucking cute. I think that one of the great, like, com- not comebacks, but rebrands of our generation was what Jason Derulo did for himself um, on TikTok. It's yeah. so wildly. He has 40 million followers. That's like, crazy. It's so impressive. His songs, like, perform so well in the charts because, like, they just blow up on TikTok. Savage love, you know? Yeah. So I'm, like, I'm constantly impressed by his willingness to just, like, evolve yeah i feel that wait but speaking of tiktok has addison's song like been all over like is there a dance kind for of, it like there is but it's not like viral it's just like it feels very like promotional oh really yes yeah, what's so, the like, clip like what's the what's, and i said me too and i said me too like that's the part people are using but like i can't stress enough how it's like really not being used that much okay like there's really no like trend behind it Okay. But you know what song is going viral on TikTok? Better Than Revenge by Taylor Swift, which is just exciting. Oh, that's exciting. Even what though are it's people, not Taylor's version. What well, are people doing with it? Okay, so they're do, they use a part of the song. The story starts when it was hot and it was summer and I had it all. I had him right there where I wanted him. And they show a picture of like them and their boyfriends. And then she came alone, got him alone. And then it's like a picture of the girl with the girl best friend. And then she took him faster than you could say sabotage. And then a picture of the best friend and the boyfriend. So actually, I'm going to do the trend because I went through something similar. Um, I'll show you pictures later. Like, you'll see. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm excited. I actually I had the idea last night and I was so tired. I really wanted to turn over and make the TikTok. But my book just, like, knocked me out and I had to go to bed. Was it about Maverick? No. Okay. I'm but ex- it's, like, along those lines. Like, it's a joke. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, okay. I just don't want to say because like, I want to get the TikTok up. But also, now that I'm here, follow me on TikTok. I hit 100,000 followers, so now I'm officially like not the biggest loser on TikTok. <laughs> you are. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, I'm not on TikTok. No, you're not on TikTok. So, so I, like, um, I'm not I, in the game. No, but for the longest time, like, I was the official biggest loser on TikTok because I had like no followers and I tried so hard. Now I at least have like the three digits, 100K. Yeah, like, that's respectable. Oh, you have no idea like what a huge relief it was for me. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like maybe you need to rethink your TikTok strategy. No, I definitely do. So let's rethink it. I just like really need to bring the energy that I bring like on my Instagram stories to the TikTok community. Yeah, like because I see the most basic TikToks that it's just like a thought Rant. and some. No, it's not even. A, it's a sentence of a thought and then like you put it with a green screen and you like say your thought with also the caption of the thought. It's just like a funny tweet. Yeah, no, I have to figure it out. But I'm glad I made it this far. Thank you to everyone who's been sticking with me, and I promise I will do better. Okay, I just think like maybe we could strategize, brainstorm. I need to talk to Jason Derulo and like whoever um, edits his TikToks like is amazing. 100%. And honestly, whoever edits his TikToks, Pink hired because I just hired, I just followed Pink on on TikTok and she like does literally everything Jason Derulo does like with the edits and stuff. They obviously have the same editor, Um, but she really only uses TikTok to promote her new song with her daughter, which is not that good. Yeah, no. Cover me in sunshine. It just actually, it actually really annoys me, the song. Yeah. Things been spinning you have to, like, since the beginning. The, the self-promotion has to be so subliminal on TikTok. I like, know. You need to do 100 videos for every one that's your own song. Yeah, you know who does a good job is BB Rexa. Like, she mostly just participates in, like, TikTok culture and the trends, but then also promotes her music every now and then. She does not. Perfect. Yeah, she's actually, I think a lot of celebrities should look to. Also, Charlie Puth. 
Charlie Puth actually barely even promotes his work. I don't even know if he works, but he just He's a like TikToker. To, he just talks like about how he has like 37 pianos in his house. Like he actually does. That's crazy. And then he counted them for everyone. That's crazy. John Mayer just joined TikTok and you know, he's like this whole like I'm old, I don't know how to do it, but it's like funny and cute and he's also promoting new music and it like It doesn't John, last long. John Mayer could like literally, you know, post blank videos with no sound and I would think it's genius. So, um we love that for him. Yeah, also this trend of everyone who's like upset about middle parts and skinny jeans. Yeah, so that's like a particular side of TikTok. Like I refuse to get on because it's so fucking stupid. It's like Gen Z versus millennials. It's like millennials wear skinny jeans and side parts where where Gen Z wears middle parts and like dad jeans. So it's like if you like it's so stupid. I actually I can't even get into like that whole like dialogue on TikTok. Because Here's, I refuse to even, like, associate myself with it. I just it. have one thing to say. Wear your hair how you want to wear it and wear whatever jeans you like. And to be honest, like, maybe jeans are a generational thing, but hair parts are not generational. Like, it's so one-size-fits-all. Like, whatever works for you, like, your face shape, your hair texture, like, it has nothing to do with generational. It's so just based on who you are. Yeah. What, what, are you wearing a middle part right now? It's like skewed a little. Yeah, so my part has been creeping back towards the center for a few years. When I got a lob, I, it was like a side yes. part lob. And then as my hair grows, I like keep moving my part back to the middle. But it's always like a little off center. I love a middle part so much. Like a straight middle part. I'm, I'm getting back there like, but maybe that's just me trying to conform and be young. Maybe. Maybe that's even like, though I, I didn't even realize I was doing that. I it. refuse to accept that, that a middle part is a young person's thing. I've been wearing a middle part my whole life and like, I literally will never not wear a metal part. Yeah. It's a tale as old as time. It's just a personal choice. Like, it's not anything more deep than that. Yeah. I feel you. Well, you ready for our next story? Yeah. Some happy couple news. Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker heat up at the UFC fight alongside Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. This clip of, like, the celebrity row, you know, like, of the UFC fight where they first show Megan and Megan Kelly. And, and Machine. Megan and Machine, and then, like, they cut to Courtney and Travis with the lollipops. Like, I die. And I have to say, I think that this relationship with Travis, plus her just now, like, pulling back a little bit on Kardashians, is going to be the best rebrand that Courtney Kardashian, by the end of this year, I'm telling you, mark my words, will be, like, the best Kardashian. I'm, I'm telling you, like, I really feel the tides starting to turn. You, you'll feel that way about her? I think the culture, like, the society will. I think everyone will always have their faves, but I do think her her stock is rising. No, I think she's on like a huge rebrand and she's going to be like a top tier, top three Kardashian. It's just a lot of things are happening. Also, so I don't who's know going to move to the bottom. I don't know. I don't know if you saw, but um, they did that Andy Cohen show for real. I didn't watch. Um, I didn't watch it either, but I saw clips going around where Courtney basically says she feels like she's gotten an unfair edit on Kardashians. Um, but Andy was like, but you but you're, edited. you're a producer. That's what he said. And she was like, yeah, and like, I feel like I've made the best of like what we were given. But she just feels like she, it wasn't an accurate representation of who she was. So I think maybe in this next year, we'll see the real Kourtney Kardashian. That's like, I don't buy that for one second. She, they have all these long-winded conversations. She talks so slowly. She does, she has so many confessional moments where she says absolutely nothing. Like, why don't you pull from the confessional where you're saying what you think represents who you are? Yeah, the thing is, is that like, I, I just generally don't like when people are like, I got a bad at it. Especially when you own the show. Like, no, no, no. I can understand I got a bad at it. And then you hear years later, like, this is what happened behind the scenes. And, and, and then you see it for what it is. But like, there's no, like the Kardashians 
choose how they come off on the show. They have so many confessionals that like they have so much time to fill. Yeah. You could fill it with the stuff that you want us to see. No, but instead we're getting fake storylines about MJ dating Scott, you know? No, but like those Courtney's confessionals are so infuriating because she doesn't say anything and she talks so slowly. Yeah. If she had something she wanted us to know, like there's a time and place Whatever. to say I was it. trying to say positive things about Courtney. So I, I think that this relationship is like so good for her image and like As well as so is this season. So is this season, yeah. So I just think it's like actually like a really good kind of month to be Kourtney Kardashian. Is it just me or like did we say that they were going to go on a double date a few weeks ago? I, I think we like compared their energy. I don't know if we ever... No, we did because Travis Barker and Machine Gun Kelly, like they wrote that song together and they have make the, we did. We totally Yeah, and then we us. said that Lala and Randall will come soon, but like oh, Lala, yeah, yeah. you know, is a new mom, so they were obviously busy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that that's next. And we said that what a six them. No, like just like watching the four of them like interact separately as couples, like with the lollipops, like was the bit like the serotonin boost of the century. Like <laughs> it was just like we're used to seeing Kourtney Kardashian in like very controlled environments. Like the show, which she controls, her Instagram, just kind of seeing her like in her natural state, like it was like kind of awkward. Those things always are like at basketball games, they leave the camera on the celebrities for like a little too long. Yeah. Um, but like it was just very it was so interesting. Yeah, I'm watching it right now. Like they're just sucking on the lollipops and she like turns her head away and then this guy's like acting a fool in the back. Um, and you know who else was at that UFC game was Matt James. Oh, with who? With the guy who's dancing in the back of Courtney. I think he was there with Matt, but he, they were sitting somewhere else. Oh, interesting. That guy looks familiar. Yeah, so no, not really. I actually have like a lot of questions about what's going on with Matt James. Yeah, he like removed all of his, his Instagram. Instagram. Put he up like a tweet like March 24th what day is yeah, it yeah no it was like March 21st or, and it's, oh, it's March well 29th it's well past the date so what I, did we get I agree I have a lot of questions so like now you're just like showing up at celebrity events but we have things that need to be, need to be cleared no, and up it's like you're racing your whole Instagram like a la Colton Underwood right. I don't know that that's the model so well, I think when anyone does that it's so dramatic but like when a straight man does it it's even more dramatic no, and unnecessary it's so dramatic like unless you're like Taylor Swift can't Releasing come to the phone music. right now changing your whole brand vibe and energy there's no reason to delete all your pictures. a lot of musicians delete all their social when they have like a new era which i still think is right. dramatic but okay okay but it's dramatic but like do you have a new era right what's next right matt i don't know we'll find out but speaking of someone who's always having a new era miley cyrus was spotted out and about with young blood getting cozy um my, okay. Miley and Youngblood got cozy Thursday night out at the Rainbow Bar Grill on Thursday in LA. Photos from the outing revealed. Also, it looked as though perhaps she had been drinking again after letting us know that she has not been drinking. Right. The articles that I saw were like more concerned. It's like like Miley's on a bender. Um, and again, there's literally no way to know if that's true or not. So yeah, but she had spoke. She's spoken and she spoke to Rolling Stone in the cover story about how she got sober when she was halfway into 26. Then by 27, she was pretty much fully sober. Then, like a lot of people during the pandemic, I fell off. It was mm -hmm. a really a struggle, mental health and anxiety and all that. She said to the publication. But then she was back on being sober for five weeks. But then she was spotted taking shots. Got it. Okay. Well, I just like wish her the best. Hopefully, she knows like she's in control of. Um, what do you think decisions? about this new relationship? Uh, who the hell is Youngblood? I mean, all I know is Youngblood, say you want me, say you want me Out of your life and I'm just a dead man walking tonight That's all I know also But he's um, like a music producer, he works with Lady Gaga Like, I don't know what he looks like He just reminds me of G-Eazy By the way, 
Because he dated Halsey, that's why. And this story, like not not that I know them personally, but it gives me G Easy Demi Lovato vibes. Mm. Like taking advantage mm. of like a situation. Mm. I've been meaning to watch Demi Lovato's documentary because it's literally everywhere. Oh, and Demi Lovato was on Joe Rogan. Yes, I know. I saw a couple clips. Um I'm just like, it's like a lot of Demi, like this last week. And I'm just like trying to pick and choose. No, and also like a Joe Rogan episode, like three hours. It's a lot of anyone. And so I don't know how, I saw a couple. I think I'll just watch a documentary. I saw a couple clips too. And and I, I can't imagine that they were like the best of the episode because I found them to like what she was saying. Like, I feel like there are better things. No, and at some point, like on a very small scale, I went through this with my book, like you're promoting a project, like you're keep hitting the same points. So it's like, okay, you can read all the magazine interviews and watch all the podcasts, but at the end of the day, she's saying the same thing in every right. single one. But the thing about like going on Joe Rogan at three hours, like you're, you're going far beyond what the usual talking points were. And the clips that I saw felt like just the talking points. So that's why I was like, oh, I, I don't know if I need to watch it. But then he said it was a great interview and I guess... I'm sure it is. Yeah, by the way, Joe Rogan's like since September, like officially went to Spotify exclusive. And I feel like I haven't heard that much. Like a, like his podcast don't make as much buzz anymore. I just think that's interesting. That is interesting. But also, I don't think he's had like as big of guests as he used to because of the pandemic. And he moved to like Austin or whatever. Yeah, and I guess when he does have someone that like you would care about, you hear about it. Yeah, no, I just, um, I was like, oh, where is Joe Rogan? Where has he been? And then I remember. He's on Spotify. He's on Spotify. Yeah. Exclusively. So that's, that's what's up. You know, um, I am going to watch Demi's documentary because what I've been hearing about it, like it does sound really good, but it's a, it's just like a lot of information, you know, from Demi coming out this month. Yeah. Uh, did you listen to her new song? Dance, Dance with, with the, the Devil? Devil. I did. Yeah. I she's, it was good. she's a great musician. Yeah. She's so, a great musician. No one can sing take songs that, yeah. about herself. Like Quite Demi. like she can. Um, Are you ready for our fifth and final story? Only if it's the fifth and final story brought to you by Honey. It is. We all shop online and we've all seen that promo code field taunt us at checkout. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to you. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online. They range from sites that have tech and gaming to popular brands like food delivery. I mean, I've used it on beauty, on clothing, on pretty much anything you can think so of. So many investments have been made wiser by Honey. So many investments. Here's how it works. You're shopping at one of your favorite websites. When you check out, the Honey button drops down and all you have to do is click apply coupons. If you wait a few seconds, Honey will search for coupons um, all over the internet and then find the best one for your site. If they find a working coupon, you'll watch the price drop immediately. So I've saved money on makeup, on clothing, on tech, on literally anything. Anytime I'm shopping on a website, I'm like, oh, honey, probably doesn't know this random ass website. But then there <laughs> they are. They just pop down and they're like, hey, you want to save money? Oh, click here. And it's just like little, it's a little gift like every, every time you shop. Yeah. Um, when I, when I shop at like Sephora or Ulta, I usually spend about like a hundred, $150 and they'll save me like 30 to $40. Like it's serious savings. Serious savings. If you don't already have honey, you could be missing out on free savings. It's completely free to install and it downloads in just a few seconds. By getting honey, you'll be doing yourself a solid and you'll be supporting the toast. If you use the link, joinhoney.com slash toast. We recommend Honey. We've been using it way before since they were a sponsor. Um, so get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash toast. That's joinhoney.com slash toast. 
Love it. Okay, fifth and final story. Krispy Kreme CEO is responding to backlash for offering a free donuts to vaccinated customers. Yeah, this was um, maybe not their best idea. No. So I think it was last week they announced that you, if you go in and show your vaccine card, you'll get a free donut, um, which just for a number of reasons, like, doesn't make a ton of sense. Yeah, but I do appreciate the, like the, the positive yeah, enthusiasm and encouraging people to get vaccinated because it's right. so important that we yeah, all no, do. Like the intention was there. It was so pure. Krispy Kreme is catching flack for its latest promotion that offers a free original glaze. Ooh, they didn't say it was original glaze. Oh, that changes, <laughs> changes things. things. Donut to any customer who shows their COVID vaccination card. Last Monday, the chain announced that the author offer is available at locations nationwide. However, many social media users called out Krispy Kreme in the following days and pointed out that obesity is a growing problem for Americans and is a risk factor for COVID-19. Actually, recent studies have shown that it's actually very much correlated to severe COVID cases. Yeah. So, um... The CEO responded and said, we're a sweet treat company and if sweet treat and if folks don't want to visit a donut shop, they don't have to. Oh, I kind of live for that yeah, response. Like his approach, like, like if you want a donut, eat one. If you don't go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, by the way, I was not, you know, we live in like, we live in a time where corporations are so conflict averse. Like if there's a sniff of controversy, they literally release a whole statement and donate a million dollars to a charity. <laughs> but the fact that this guy was like, we serve donuts. Like what the fuck do you want me to do? We're just trying to help. Like I kind of live for that. Yes. He he further pushed back against the criticism and oh said... Oh, my God. What's his name? Um, his name is Tattersfield. Uh, Mike Tattersfield. The CEO of Boyfriend. Cream. Boyfriend Dream, material. Dream job. Boyfriend material. He said that if folks... I look at what he looks like. He said that if folks want to get a vaccine, if they decide to combine a Krispy Kreme pickup for a donut, <laughs> they can. That's how we look at it. Generosity. No, I, and, and that's the thing. It's like at the end of the day, like, we are all... Adults, like we make our own decisions. No one is forcing you. No one's shoving a donut in your mouth while you get the vaccine. Like it's not mutually exclusive. So like, no. okay, yes, optics wise, it's like a little silly to be giving donuts. But you know what? Like people are fr free to make their own fucking decisions. And if I want a donut, I'm just going to go get one. A hundred percent. I just need to see what this guy looks like. Because if he's hot, like that's like seriously it's a game It's game changer. over for Ben. <laughs> yeah, no, literally. And Maverick. Okay, images. <laughs> oh no, not Maverick. Oh my God, he's so Oh my god, he's like a pjom nation. Cutie. Oh my god, you know who he looks like? And it's so ironic. Do you remember that episode of Sex in the City where Miranda meets the guy at Weight Watchers and then like they don't end up dating because he's like so self-conscious about like his body? He kind of reminds me of him. Yeah, he's a mad cutie. He oh says, my God. I drop off a lot of donuts to the healthcare system. They're very appreciative given the days that they have to work. Yeah. People are always looking for a little sweet treat break. It's okay. Also, I just want to say, um, like the, Living the, for Chris, this response. the Krispy and by the way, Kreme original glazed donut is worth the calories. I agree. Like of all the sweet treats in the country. Like it's a no nonsense donut. It's top five, probably the best dessert money can buy. A hundred percent. What else would I put up there? Like really like kind of savory desserts. I would put like a fresh Krispy Kreme like right out of the oven up there. I personally would put, um, this is just a personal favorite of mine, the banana pudding from Magnolia Bakery. I think okay, it's I wouldn't, but a lot of people unparalleled. would. I agree. You know what else I would put? This is very niche. I think maybe some of our Fort Lauderdale toasters will know what I'm talking about. The to and this restaurant hasn't been in business <laughs> in, in 15 years. Yeah. The Tall House Cookie Pie from Beverly Hills Cafe in Fort Lauderdale. Very niche, very random, 
best dessert I've ever had to this day. I can literally taste it in my mouth. Like I'm so, it's so familiar. We used to eat there all the time when we were kids. Yeah. Is the Beverly Hills, or are there any locations of the Beverly Hills Cafe open? Because that I'm was sure the, there are so many places called the Beverly Hills Cafe. I know, but that was like the best chain of restaurants. I think in my opinion, in all of South Florida, between the bread basket and then the dessert, I dream of that place all the time. I also just have like so many fond memories, you know, of yeah. being like a family with two parents. Like it was just like, I think like when I die, like the, you know, I feel like heaven is just like a row, like a street with like all your favorite places. Like I think the Beverly Hills Cafe will be in Stop number heaven one. and like our whole family will be there. Like dad, like I think that. Going ham on the bread basket. And then the Tall House cookie pie. Like it's so good. So I'd put that up there. I would also put, um, this is also very niche. The, it's Parv chocolate souffle from Estihana. Do you remember Estihana? No. Oh my God, it was like the most random kosher Chinese restaurant. Um, Whatever, back to Krispy Kreme. I love this man. And hopefully us praising them on the podcast means tomorrow like a box of donuts will arrive at our door because that's the only reason I'm doing it. No, I mean, we're doing it because that's how you feel. You know, I like, I... But you're bringing it back to it just in case they were like, would these girls want Krispy Kreme? Yes. I have a lot of respect for people who like get backlash and like just kind of like stick to their guns because like, it's like... When, it's so hard. I mean, I've, I get backlash all the time. And, like, I always just, like, freak out. And, like, I, you know, I, like, just curl curl up in a ball. Yeah. But no, like, I, you have to look inward. And you have to you have to ruminate on it and say, how do I feel about this? Right. Do, am I apologizing? And Mike Tattersfield feels right. good about giving donuts to people who want donuts. Right. And, like, am I apologizing because I'm sorry or because people want me to be sorry? And there's a huge difference. Yes. And the fact that he's like, no, no, I literally stand by this decision. Like, we're just trying to encourage people to get vaccinated. It's not that deep. Um, like, one donut is not going to make you obese. I think that I really respect him. And Mike Tattersfield, if you ever want to come on the toast, like... There's a seat for you. And, um... Sarah Tattersfield, hopefully his daughter, who's a toaster. <laughs> do tell your dad how much we appreciate his response. Mike Tattersfield said, it's not that deep. Mike, that's the name of today's episode. I know it's like a little long, but <laughs> I think if we put Mike Tattersfield's name in the podcast title, we'll have a better chance of getting a Krispy Kreme delivery tomorrow. Because like he probably listens to podcasts and like maybe scrolls down far enough to see We're us. We're not far, bitch. We're not far. <laughs> We're not far. No, we're not. And if you guys all like, even if you're watching on YouTube, head over to the podcast and Rate just like it. click play so that it like starts to. So imagine like the number one podcast in the podcast where Mike, Mike Tattersfield, Tattersfield said it's not that deep. And then I think that's like a surefire way not only to get the free donuts, but to also get his oh, unconditional love. And by the way, if we do get the free donuts, we'll do a mukbang on Patreon. A hundred percent. That's a good idea. Like with the ASMR mics. Oh, I mean, you just want to do that. I know. Anyway. I've been meaning to do ASMR. Speaking of Patreon, I posted a late night Patreon video last night. Crazy. Toast After Dark. Um, It was a cooking video that I filmed cooking um, this lemon chicken recipe from Ina Garten's cookbook that I also made last night for my Seder. And like the cooking process was like super hectic and, and really chaotic. I felt like Rachel Ray in there. <laughs> and um, people you, are really enjoying it. You felt it. like Claire Crawley? I literally did. I was like so stressed, like just drinking my way through it like it was really crazy it's the only way to be um I gave you a shout out and I caught you in your lie I'm yeah no I haven't watched it. it yet because I was so wrapped up in this book but it's <laughs> it's on my to-do list today because I literally live for the vlogs but I hate just watching it like half-assed on my phone yeah, like no. I want to enjoy it on my bed like in TV, my pajamas I appreciate that okay 
And so if you want to enjoy it in that way as well, head over to patreon.com slash the morning toast. Premium content, over 225 episodes that we've done that you get access to if you sign up today. $7.99 gets you five extra podcasts and vlog episodes every month from Jackie and I. We bring the steens in. We do it all. Um, and it's a great way to support the show because the show is free. It will always be free. But, you know, the $7.99 is just one coffee a month. Yes. Um, or one donut. Or actually, I think it's two. Actually, you can get a free donut and then yes. put it towards Patreon. Um, I want to talk about Real Housewives of Atlanta that was on last night because it. I was literally about to text like our group chat like that we always text when we want to take a trip that we should go to New Orleans like for a weekend sometime soon because um, Drew did an amazing job. Like they're having the best time. It's really such a nice trip, especially compared to the travesty that was South Carolina when there was like no food. Drew took it upon herself to like plan a bomb ass trip. Um, and Kenya's just like in a mood the whole time because she brought Brooklyn and like Drew basically said, anyone can bring your kids. Nobody did because like they've been locked up with their kids for a whole year. Like they want to get out and go on a girl's trip. But, um, Kenya did. And she's just like kind of in a mood, which I kind of understand. And I think the women, like, especially when they just had flown and then they're in the bus, they get to the hotel and Drew makes them do like a twerk off for the best room. And, Kenya's like, just give me the key. I don't care. She takes like the worst room. She goes and upgrades herself. She pays for it herself. Which honestly, they were like, I, I can relate. I that was the only time. You know, I'm not a Kenya de uh, defender. I related to her so much. It's like really like give this woman a break. She has her kid with her, and like she just wants to get up to her room. But like anyone after a long travel day, it doesn't want to do a, a competition. They flew, they flew private, oh, which um, so it wasn't like that treacherous. But just like with the kid, like. She's fucking tired. Like, I totally understand that. I didn't think she was being nasty about it at all. She was just, like, done. She's like, give me the key. Yeah. Um, but um, Latoya's, like, not drinking on this whole trip because she acted like an animal at Fallon's house. And I think she's just, like, not trying to give the women anything to talk about. But now what they're talking about is the fact that she's not drinking. So it's just, like, she can't win, but, like, she did it to herself. She did it to herself. And now she's, like, in this impossible position where, like, she's just, like, fighting with everyone. She's, like, in such... Like, honestly, the trip looks fun, but so many of the women are just in perpetual bad moods. Like, for the first entire day, Marlo had thrown her back out, so she didn't show up to anything. Toya's not drinking, so she's in a bad mood, and then she's fighting with everyone about not drinking. Kenya's just, like, stressed with her baby and just doesn't want to talk about it. Drew is the only one who's, like, literally having, like, the time of her life because she has, like, all these work opportunities in New Orleans. Like, she goes to iHeartRadio for an interview. She had a meeting with the production company. This is, like, the best trip of her life, and, like, so many of the women, like, cannot be bothered to be there. Portia's actually having a great time, and Cynthia's just, like, continues to be the voice of reason. And I was really watching the episode last night, and I always feel like Cynthia is really the voice of reason, but she has a blind spot when it comes to Kenya. Like, she doesn't see Kenya for who like Kenya really is. Um, but I do think she's starting to get annoyed with Kenya. That's just like a feeling that I'm having. Ooh, I have to catch up. I didn't get a chance to watch last night because I was like really behind on my homework. Yeah. Um, but that sounds really great. It and, wasn't and, like a crazy down episode. down to go whenever. I know. So it wasn't a crazy episode, but it did make me want to take a trip to New Orleans. Like there's just so many fun activities that basically all revolve around drinking. And I feel like we um, would have the best time. Well, maybe not you. Maybe but, not me. But I think we should go. No, we can get Cafe Du Monde. Like, have you been to New Orleans? No, I've never been. I think I've been one, twice or once, but it's so fabulous and so fun, and I actually think you would really like it. Okay. I mean, I'm in. Just I mean, like, I think tell me when and where we'll bring Gras. the podcast mics, and we'll just get to work. Yeah, no, and like we could have like a whole like Mardi Gras-themed week, like, you know? Oh, yeah, but we just miss Mardi Gras for sure. Oh, fuck. Okay, oh, but we can, yeah, we can just have like a whole Bourbon Street moment. Okay. Premium content. Can't wait. Pink, gold, and green, like Sick purple, night. gold, and green. Sick. I think we should go. Um... But yeah, other than that, I literally did not watch any TV this weekend because I was just so wrapped up in being like a literary queen. I love to see that. I'm so happy for you. You made, you 
you logged into your own Kindle account. You I decided. Did. You I made officially a made the transition. I made my own Goodreads. I made my own like Amazon Kindle account. So I deactivated. I lost all the books that we had bought together, but I guess it's fine. Damn. But I just like, you- wanted my own like thing. Yeah. Now you have it. And the only two Good, books I bought. It's the one you got. <laughs> good because it's the one you got um, um so i only have two books in my store both of the colleen hoover books but it's okay i'll get there i'll you'll keep build buying up. more yeah you you will do it and you're enjoying i am i mean it's just like ben wanted to kill me last night because i didn't go to bed till two because i was like finishing reading this book and he just like wanted to come in the room and watch tv but i'm like sir i'm so wrapped up in atlas ryle and lily's story that i just can't really talk to you i understand how would you pronounce the name r-y-l-e ryle yeah. Riley? No, it's not Riley. It's Ryle. Because like there's another Kyle, character. R. Yeah, right. Okay, it was weird. That was like the one thing I couldn't really get on board with in the book. <laughs> but it was fine because at least I was reading it, so I just like skimmed over his name every time it came up. I didn't have to yeah, say Ryle. No, but that's what's funny about the redheads. It's like when you we to talk, talk about, about the it. characters, it's like, oh, how did you wind up pronouncing that in your head? Yeah, Ryle, I think. <laughs> that's funny. Um, so yes, that was called um, It Ends With Us, and I just cannot recommend it enough. It's one of my top five. No, it's one of the, like, the three books I've given a top five. It's one of the three books I've given five stars to, up there with Evelyn Hugo and Luckiest Girl Alive. Wow, so. that's an exclusive club. No, I know. Like, I really, I give most of the books that I read four stars because, like, they're good. But when you change my life and I can't stop thinking about you, you oh get my five God, stars. I think I have to read it just to know. Well, what, I don't want to overhype it. No, like, just to like understand what sort of book you love. Like, I like to read someone's favorite book and be like, oh, that's what you're into. It says it a lot was, about because it was romance, it was twist, it was thriller. And it had a little bit of erotica, which I was just not expecting from a book that Margot recommended to me. Oh, oh you'll find all of Stitch's books are, because <laughs> all of like YA books yes. are erotic. Yes, yes, yes. I didn't realize That's that. That's what the kids are up to. So the kids have gone wild and I just really liked the book. And so many toasters like responded to me that they like are obsessed with it too. So um, can't wait for the movie if it ever comes out. Um, wow, I'm so happy for you. I will read it. I'm almost done with the transition baby. If you are also reading with us, make sure to email your questions to the Redheads Book Club at gmail.com. I also read so many other books this month, so I have so much to talk about. Like, I've still, I read Da Vinci Code this month. Still haven't had Wow, it's been a it. long month. It's been a long month. I've just been like on such a, a reading kick. I think my next book I'm going to read is Mary Queen of Scots, apparently. We're just like on two different planets. Two different planets. Literary I'm on planets. the Plantagenet planet what's that that's like the novels that are like Anne Boleyn oh uh, and I'm like Even on the I YA actually, planet yeah you're on snitch planet yeah no I like snitch planet like hopeless really okay hopeless was when I was reading it I liked it but afterwards I'm like why did I just read that it's finding carter okay you kept saying that last night and I don't know what that is finding carter was a show on MTV that I did watch and it was like on the time when like faking oh it was my god on. yes the girl don't spoil the book but yes you guys don't read it Yes. But if you know Finding Carter, she was raised by a woman and then she got like arrested one night with her friends and it turns out that she actually had been kidnapped when she was younger. But the woman who was raising her like she thought was her mom and loved her and so she gets like reunited with her old, old family. family. It's actually not exactly the same, but it just was Finding Carter vibes. Oh my God, you kept saying that last night and you're right, I remember that show <laughs> and I it's literally the, the premise of the book. Yeah. Um, and you know, there's also another Scott, hopeless... you've been missing for 13 years. <laughs> You know, there's also another hopeless book in the series. I think it's called like Endless and it's his perspective. No, 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 no. I'm so good. <laughs> I'm all set. Like I really, really am. Um, so yes, that is our show. It's our show. It's nobody else's. Mike Winklevoss, whatever your name was. Um, reach out. Don't forget the donuts, free donuts. And if you want to come on the show, don't forget. Um, and that's all she wrote, correct? 
It's all she wrote. She's done. By the way, now I can't say Winklevoss without getting a chill down my spine because Army Hammer ruined that too. I know, but it's like, imagine how the Winklevoss twins feel. Oh, justice for the Winklevosses! Actually, the a lot of justice for the Winklevi because their idea was stolen, right? Yeah. And then they got played by the disgraced queen himself, Army Hammer. Yeah, I thought you were going to say Mark Zuckerberg. No. <laughs> and... And the movie, like, made them look Into like weenies. the ba- Yeah, yeah. But, like, it was their full idea. Yeah, and now that we watch, like, Mark Zuckerberg steal everyone's idea, we're like, oh, wait, maybe he literally did steal that. No, he did. Maybe he stole that shit. Justice for the Winklevi, like, they were the OG creators. And, by the way, they didn't have as much innovation as Mark Zuckerberg, so, like, it never would have turned into anything as legitimate as Facebook. But it's their fucking idea. Yeah. And that's all she wrote. Thank you so much for listening to The Morning Toast, The Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere. Podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us, Morning Toast, leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Chag Sameach and Azizim Pesach to all of our Jewish toasters. And we hope you have an amazing holiday. See ya. Bye.